Hello and welcome to Making Disciples. My name is Chris Rogers and I am your host. I'm so pleased that you've chosen to give me a little bit of your time today uh, as we explore something of our faith, our faith with Jesus, our faith and life and our discipleship with Jesus. So I am so pleased that you have decided to give me this time. Welcome. I've recorded this intro maybe about seven times. Uh, usually I'm a one take wonder, we do it and move on. Uh, this morning, I am really struggling to switch my brain on. I don't know if your Monday mornings sometimes feel like this. Usually I've got podcasts stacked up and uh, I'm, I'm working way in advance. Last week was half term and uh, recorded podcasts to go right up to the beginning of half term last week and this morning woke up knowing I needed to record a podcast. I, I knew what I wanted to speak about. But you know what? Sometimes Monday mornings are hard, aren't they? And uh, seven times I've recorded this intro and every time I want to start by saying good morning. And then I go, whoa, whoa, yeah, but you might be listening to this in the evening. You might be listening to this in the afternoon. Hey, wh whatever time you're listening to this, I'm recording this on a Monday morning, uh, which means that's why I sound just a little bit hoarse. Preached yesterday at All Hallows Our Church uh, on suffering. And I uh, just want to say, if you uh, want to explore the topic of where is God in suffering, uh, then the uh, sermon from the 6th of June might be worth just looking at. Uh, we're looking at the story of Nehemiah at the moment. Uh, but that whole period of time for God's people was a period of suffering and trauma uh, as they were in exile. And uh, it's a story of God's presence in the midst of suffering. So you might find that interesting. Now, today's topic I want to uh, do a couple of podcast episodes uh, on doubt and unbelief and what is the difference between doubt and unbelief. I recognise that so many um, of us have struggled during the last year with doubt. Where is God in the pandemic? Where is God in what I'm experiencing right now? And the pandemic has shaken up so many of our lives. It's changed our lives and we're trying to work out where does faith and God fit in the whole kind of box of our lives. So what I want to explore today is this topic of doubt. Uh, what is doubt and how do we deal with doubt, uh, particularly when we've gone through something quite traumatic and it's left us going, whoa, uh, what, what do I believe anymore? Uh, so let's jump straight in and let's explore this topic. So the title of today's episode is this, what's the difference between doubt and unbelief. What's the difference about between doubt and unbelief? Let's jump straight in. Friends, welcome to Making Disciples. My name is Chris. It's so pleased to have you with me. So here we go. What's the difference between doubt and unbelief? At number one, I'd say this. You can't have faith without some form of questioning. Um, and I think, you know, I, I do know some Christians who say, you just need to have blind faith. You just need to have faith. It's just true, so you step out of faith. Look, you can't have faith without questions. Um, if you are genuinely struggling with your faith and you have been told, don't question, don't question, just believe it, that is not helpful for you. That's not helpful for anybody. You can't have faith without having a period of questioning that faith and questioning what is it that you actually believe. So two, you can only doubt what you already believe. 
Uh, the, the thing about doubt is you are questioning something that you once believed. Uh, you are questioning something you once believed. There's a difference. This is three. Doubt and unbelief are different. These two things are very different things. Doubt and unbelief are different. Unbelief is when you are closed down to the discussion. Unbelief is when you are unwilling to ask questions and unwilling to wrestle with something. I just don't believe it and I'm not going there. There's a difference between that and doubting. Doubting is open. Doubt is about saying, I once believed this, but it no longer adds up for me the way that it did. There are things that I'm now thinking about that I never thought about back then. I'm questioning what I believe, which means doubt is based on a foundation of I believed something, whereas unbelief is I, I, I don't believe anything. I, I, I'm closed down to this discussion. Doubt, if you are doubting your faith, trust me, there is nothing wrong with being in that place. Uh, there is nothing wrong with being in the, that place. I love this little quote from Rene Descartes. She says this, If you would be a real seeker of truth, it is necessary that at least once in your life you doubt as far as possible all things. I find that helpful. I would say this as a part of my testimony that I have grown the most in my faith and my understanding of who God is when I have questioned and doubted the answers that I've previously had, where I've wrestled something through because that doesn't add up for me anymore. That thing that I once believed no longer works in the way that it once worked. I can't make that work in my head. And now I'm questioning it and therefore I'm open to the new place that I'm going to find uh, where a new answer may make more sense to me than it did before. So if you uh, really want to be a seeker of Jesus, a disciple of Jesus, it is good to doubt and question and wrestle because it's about your faith maturing from a childlike faith where you're spoon-fed things uh, to this place where uh, this is my faith and this is what I believe and how I've come to believe it. You see, when you're a child, you are spoon-fed. You are given the answers. This is what the stock answers are. This is why in Sunday school, uh, when, when um, you know you ask a child a question, the answer is always, well, I know the answer is Jesus because I'm in Sunday school right now, but I'm not quite sure how the answer is Jesus. Um, when you're a child, the answer is just always Jesus. It's just Jesus. As you mature in faith, you wrestle through what you believe so that you can have a stronger foundation, uh, understanding uh, this is actually what I believe. Let's just ask this question for a moment. What causes us to doubt? Because there can be many reasons why we cause, uh, we're caused to doubt what we believe. So it could be that you're doubting in others around you. It could be that the group of people that you are surrounded by at once gave you a solid, firm foundation on your faith. Now something's happened to them and what's happened to them has allowed you to start doubting now because of their behavior. So, a little example. If a church leader has 
particularly inspired you and they fall from grace they do something wrong it's quite a public thing and they're uh, removed from ministry that can cause you to have doubts because suddenly this person that you thought was incredible that they got it and they understood it and they were living it and then you find out well, actually they, they're not living it that can really cause you to have doubts it could be that someone gives you information that no longer sits right with you uh, for one period of your life that answer sounded good that information sounded good uh, but then you start to realize that actually that information you've given me no longer sits right with me anymore that no longer adds up for me anymore so it leads you to a place of doubt disappointments uh, can lead you to doubt when you've just been disappointed you know unanswered prayer or from your perspective unanswered prayer can leave you to doubting well if God loved me then why is he not giving me this thing that I'm asking for and that can lead you uh, to doubt uncertainty not knowing where your path is going not knowing where your life is going not knowing if you will become the kind of person that you want to be in the, the way you want to live your life that uncertainty can lead you to doubt well if God has good plans for me and I can't see where I'm heading here uh, that can lead you to I'm just this uncertainty leads me to a place of doubt one of the big things that I come across a lot one of the big reasons why people doubt that I come across a lot is this busyness uh, people have just stopped noticing God they've stopped noticing that he is there they've stopped looking for him and that busyness has stopped them from being able to see what God is doing. It's like they've closed their eyes down, they've closed themselves down to noticing uh, where God is at work. The other reason could be this. You've just realised the old ways of thinking no longer help. Uh, you are growing and maturing and you are seeing things in a different way and you realise that what you understood and realised before no longer help you navigate life in the way that you once were, uh, once did with that information. So you'd end up doubting. I'm not. I'm not sure that. Am I growing out of my faith? Am I growing into something? Am I leaving faith behind and growing into something else? So you start questioning. That leaves you uh, with this place of doubt. So all of these reasons can cause you to be doubting. And you know, some of them. You know, I, I don't want to challenge some of them look don't put your faith so much in a church leader put your faith in Jesus who uh, will not let you down church leaders Christians will let us down and that's not me saying that's just the situation get on with it uh, but be careful where you're putting your faith uh, you know I challenge us on that I would be uh, challenging us on disappointments you know don't judge God on our disappointments just because our life hasn't fulfilled the way that we would like it to have fulfilled or happened the way we like it to happen doesn't mean that God isn't good it doesn't mean that God isn't there uh, it just means sometimes life does not work out the way that we want it to work out um, this busyness one I know quite a few people right now who've got so busy uh, that um, they're just not look, looking for God they've, they've forgotten to look for God they've forgotten to see God uh, in their daily life so I would want to challenge uh, some of these reasons why we might end up doubting uh, I would be very honest with you and say personally I would say this the times and seasons when I've doubted are usually 
it's my fault that I'm even in that situation where I'm now doubting. I've not given God any time and attention uh, personally, and therefore I'm left myself abandoned and isolated, and then I'm questioning things because I've isolated myself. I've abandoned myself from God. I've, I've just gone way too quick in a direction and realized I'm completely on my own. I have to look at myself and say, like, what have I done here that's brought me to this place where my faith is being questioned? I'm questioning my faith and I'm doubting. How have I got myself into this position? So I want to challenge you on that. Where are you? How have you got yourself to that place? What have you put down or neglected so that your faith uh, is now at the side of the peripherals of your life rather than the heart of your life? Now, when I look at just a passage, just to inspire us for a moment, Mark chapter 9, verses 14 to 29 is a whole section of a conversation that Jesus is having with the father. And this father, he has a son and his son is demon possessed and he's mute and he keeps falling in the fire. And the father has come to Jesus to ask for a miracle. And Jesus turns to him and says this. Jesus says in verse 23, Jesus says, if you can believe. All things are possible to him who believes. If you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. And the father says this. Immediately the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. I love this. Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. There's a danger that if faith and having a strong faith is what gets celebrated in the church. Strong faith. Oh, he's been a Christian. He's he's a powerful Christian. He's a committed Christian. Or she, oh my gosh, she's a, she's devout. She she just is so strong with her faith. If, if if that is what we celebrate is is belief, then then doubt and unbelief uh, are to lose, aren't they? That they're, they're they're where we are losing. You know, we talk about, I think I might be losing my faith. Uh, And therefore, uh, doubting and unbelief is something that becomes embarrassing uh, for us. Uh, If the church celebrates belief, then when we doubt, uh, then it's embarrassing. And we end up stepping back going, gosh, I hope I don't get found out that I'm struggling right now with my faith. Let's just speak into this for a moment. I love in this story, the father says this, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. It's the dichotomy of both of these two things that I think makes faith real faith. See, some people say they have faith, but what they believe in is just a blind faith that they've never questioned. And therefore, you have to start asking the question, actually, is this real faith or is this something else? Uh, because they've just got their head in the ground and they're not really engaging with the struggles around this thing that we believe. They, they don't, you know, they don't allow themselves to ask questions about Jesus's death, uh, his resurrection. Uh, they don't ask questions about the virgin birth or the creation story. They just stick their head in the hole and go, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe. There was a lady that I know that um, lovely, lovely, lovely Christian lady lovely Christian lady, she couldn't cope when somebody was doubting. Oh, you just need to worship through it. You just need to push through it, worship through it. You know, get on with it. And I was like, what is, where is this coming from in you? And I, I started to realise really in the pandemic that 
she was not allowing herself to wrestle through the things that she struggled with. What she was doing was she was sticking her head in a, in a hole and was just pretending that she didn't struggle with this. And she was pushing on and pushing on and pushing on. Now, how long she can do that for, I don't know. Is it that it's a season and that at some point she'll get to the other end of it and she'll find she's worked some of these things out without her realizing it? But my concern is she's not allowing herself to ask questions. She's not allowing herself to be somebody who says, like, I believe, but like, help me, Lord, with my unbelief. She was just, I believe, I believe, believe. No, 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 no such thing as unbelief. I don't unbelieve. I don't know where you got that from. And she, she just wouldn't engage it, couldn't touch that. So for me, this line here in Mark 9, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief, is one of the most healthy and human and honest places that we can get ourselves to. I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe in his death in his resurrection i believe the work of the holy spirit i believe that the spirit of god is at work daily in our lives uh, i believe in the trinity the father son and the holy spirit i i believe in all of this but you might then say but there's some things i really do doubt and struggle i doubt god's love for me i doubt that he cares about what's happening in my life i doubt that he knows me by name how could god know me by name you know you can um name these things it's it's more than okay to say look this is what i believe but this is what i doubt and i struggle with because for me faith and doubt are dance partners they they dance beautifully together faith and doubt faith and struggles coming together um if you I'm in a place where you don't think doubt is okay. Uh, what you are doing is you are stopping yourself from allowing yourself to grow and mature and wrestle through things that need wrestling through. Some questions that you know are really good to ask ourselves. Number one, what has caused you the most trouble with your doubts? What, what does cause you most trouble? What causes you to question your faith more than anything else? Number two, what kind of doubts hit you the hardest? Is it around future concerns? Is it any particular faith issue, self-image issue? What are the kind of doubts that hit you the hardest? Three, what would help silence the doubts that you feel? What do you need for those doubts to be silenced? Is it admitting them? Is it praying through them? Is it experiencing some form of miracle? What help do you need to silence those doubts? And then four, I would say this, where do you learn more? Um, during your spiritual highs or during your spiritual lows, where do you learn the most about God, faith, yourself, Jesus' love for you? Where do you learn the most? You know, for me, it's in the difficult seasons that I learn more about myself and my faith than I do um, in those highs. Uh, the low times are actually incredibly important for maturing in faith and growing to become uh, the kind of Christian that I really want to be. Uh, somebody that can really weather the storm. I don't want to be a fair weather Christian. So the storms, when they come, they're a gift to help us mature and, and ride them through. Now, when you're going through it, it's horrible. If you're going through a season right now of doubt, 
it's horrible but please recognize with me that actually those seasons become seasons of the greatest maturing of our faith let me read a couple more passages here just as jude 1 show mercy towards those who have doubts show mercy to those that have doubts gotta be encouraged here that doubt is not something that means that we should be rejected doubt should be something where we are loved supported and encouraged show mercy towards those who have doubts matthew 28 17 when they saw him that's jesus and this is the disciples doing this when they saw him the disciples or some worshipped him but some doubted some translations say some hesitated look if the disciples are allowed to doubt uh at the great commission in matthew 28 then we're allowed to doubt permission is given to doubt if that's how the disciples felt then it's okay for you to feel exactly the same uh, when they saw jesus the disciples they worshipped him but some doubted feel liberated that doubt can be looked at stared at probed at played with explored questioned wrestled with it is okay to wrestle with these things and it's okay to wrestle with them as long as it takes to wrestle with them doubt may not take a week or an hour it may take months it may take a number of years so how to deal with doubts let me just give you these four things how to deal with your doubts i hope you find this encouraging if you're struggling with doubt or is it there's people that you know are struggling with doubts these things may be helpful so four things to deal with doubts number one get surrounded not isolated get surrounded not isolated get good people around you if you surround yourself with fools with foolish thinking they are not going to help you wrestle through and come to a stronger position on your faith be very careful who you spend the most time with if you're spending time with those who are doubting uh, if you if you are in a friendship group five or six of you and you doubt your faith and all of you are doubting your faith you are that's not a good place for you to be because you are not gonna pull people uh, each other inwards towards faith you're gonna pull each other away from faith like if you're in a group that are really struggling you may need to just step out of that for a little while and get yourself surrounded by good people people who are strong in their faith if you're with a group of people who are really struggling together uh, with faith make sure you make a pact that what you are doing is you are committing with each other to pull yourselves towards Jesus not away I know number of groups of people right now where their little friendship group are all struggling with doubt and they, they've ended up colluding with each other in that doubt rather than saying look let's all press in here they've all leant back so to deal with your doubts get surrounded don't get isolated get good people around you Two, deal with your doubts to deal with your doubts make sure that you in your heart want to engage with them you are never going to engage with your doubts if in your heart of hearts you just don't care if you're at that point where you say i just don't care you are not going to deal with your doubts you're not going to deal with the things that you are questioning uh, you can't do it you you've got to want to deal with your doubts so to deal with your doubts make sure that you want to engage with them be honest with yourself am i really wanting to engage with this number three 
To deal with doubt, hold on to what you know to be true. Uh, when you've seen God at work, hold on to that. Cling to it. String yourself to it. If there's a time in your life where you've seen God at work, cling on to it. I have a colleague uh, who went through a real season of doubt uh, in this last year. And I said, Look, how did you get through it? And his response was quite simple. He clung on to the fact that he knew God to be real because of what God had done for him in the past. Therefore, he clung to that, even though in this season he didn't sense God's presence, experience God's presence. He couldn't feel it and he certainly didn't know it in his head, but he clung to what he had known to be true. So to deal with doubt, hold on to, anchor yourself to where you've seen God at work in the past and then four to deal with doubts make sure that your heart is uh you know the word is submission to god make sure that your heart is submitted to god then look to god to give you revelation about himself and hold on to god in those difficult seasons um you know this father lord i believe help my unbelief submit to god and say god look I believe, I do believe, but I'm really struggling with unbelief right now. And I come to you and I want you to reveal to me. And God will reveal to you either through the work of his Holy Spirit, it'll be through a time of prayer, or it'll be through scripture. God wants to reveal something to you. It might be from somebody else around you who comes and brings a prophetic picture or a prophetic word or a particular thing. I did not know that a number of weeks ago, a member of my congregation was really struggling. They were doubting. And they came to my mind a few times. So I just called them up and I said, hey man, just ringing up to see how you're doing. Uh, you're on my mind. And he was like, whoa. You know, I don't normally ring this guy up. This isn't the guy from my church that I would regularly pick up the phone to at all. But it just, yeah, he's on my mind. I'm going to call him. And I called him and I saw him at church on Sunday. I was like, mate, so good to see you. And uh, he just said, your phone call made all the difference. I was at that point where I just needed to know that God was there. And you called and I just knew that God had prompted you to do that. So bring it to God God I believe but help me with my unbelief submit to God and God will bring some form of revelation uh, to you you know that may take a season it may take two seasons or three uh, but if you're anchored to Jesus and you're submitting to God then God will at some point reveal something to you that just starts to make sense it's been my experience that that doubts come and go my experience is that doubt comes it will go comes it will go uh, certain days you're like wow I'm, I'm struggling today with this other days you wake up this day no actually that's not on my mind today that's that's not a concern that I'm having right now and so there's seasons to these things so be aware of that uh, don't think it's all over when you hit doubt it does not have to be all over if you don't want it to be so to deal with doubts surround yourself don't be isolated to deal with doubts make sure that you want to engage with these doubts to deal with doubts, hold on to what you know to be true. And to deal with doubts, bring it to God. Submit to him. Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. I'm going to explore this topic further in the next couple, kind of couple of weeks uh, in the podcast. So um, if you know you have a friend who's struggling, maybe invite them to listen to this episode and the episodes over the next few weeks on doubt. But friends, until next time, I hope you found that helpful. 
Hope you found it inspiring and equipping. Until next time, grace and peace.